Switched on on F104 and Circa Kanila is a special education teacher in Dublin who has decided to move away to Brussels in a few months. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. So tell me, what has come to making you move away from Ireland? Yeah, I suppose it was a combination of factors. Um, for me, as like a young person in Dublin, I felt really disconnected from kind of the life here right now because I'm, I was so stressed about money and about permanency and work and about trying to find a way keep ourselves going every day but I think we just actually don't tend to just be able to enjoy life um but also for me really the opportunities were really good abroad um in the private school system there's some really good jobs available and when you're looking at the pros and cons especially financially it was a no-brainer to go um obviously I'm extremely lucky that my position is only 90 minutes away from home because it's in Brussels but you know, I think it's a huge situation now that's on our hands is that we're all looking for something more stable. And if you find a more stable position, we all tend to up and go. Absolutely. What was it about teaching in the first place that drew you into it? I love working with kids. Um, for me, I'm I'm a very like social person. I'm, I like to work and help people as much as I can. Um, and when I was younger in school, I had my own learning needs that I you know things have changed so much since I was young but I had like these amazing teachers who made it possible for me to read I found so basic so then when I was older I felt like I wanted to do the same thing for more young people so going into teaching and in particular special education was the way to go for me and teaching was always considered one of those stable jobs that you'd go into but it seems to be or maybe it's just gotten more difficult for younger teachers to get into the industry now yeah, like there's loads of jobs available in theory. Um, but if you look at education post study, I actually highly encourage people to do it before they, you know, try and get involved in this course. But the amount of positions that are available that are very short term or fixed term positions, there's very little permanency available. And there tends to be this discourse from people that they think if we all get permanent jobs straight away. We don't. Most of us change school year to year. Um, so that can be a huge issue that, you know, there's, because there's this lack of permanent jobs and permanent contracts available, and that is not in the control of the school. It's extremely difficult to find that stability. And um, once you've found that stability and you found that sweet spot, I applaud you. But until that you found that, it's really um, tricky to be sure from year to year where you're at. But that's the thing, it's so difficult for even if you want to move out and you're paying rent, like how do you even function in that case then? Yeah, like I think that's the thing that's really hard is because like for me, I'm very, very lucky that I was able to move home, which is such a strange thing to say. Mm -hmm. But after university, I was very lucky to be welcomed home by my parents. But, you know, I have friends who when they went out to look for contracts for rent or like um, for a lease, they couldn't comfortably sign on to a 12 month lease because they might have had a situation where they received like a six month long contract to like finish off on maternity leave with a possibility of extension at the end but no guarantee. Mm. So if you try to hand that to Atlantis your contract and he says six months, it's not very secure. But also you don't want to take a belly that's quite expensive, especially in Dublin when you're not sure that you'll be able to meet the payments. And it's scary that it comes to that because you are like I've 
trained to do this. I'm a professional at this and yet I can't get a full-time job in it. Yeah, I think that's the thing that's quite tricky and there's a huge misconception as well around kind of, you know, our the way we work as teachers too. Like for me as an inequality teacher and it's the case for many of us who are not on permanent contracts, um, so if you're on like a substitution contract, you don't get paid for holidays. So um, we get paid for like some, but most of them aren't covered. So there's some months you make more than others. Um, that lack of stability can be really hard, especially like we've trained as professionals in university we have very good quality degrees we have great education behind us but we just don't have that it doesn't feel like we have that kind of stability there to walk into um like for me even seeing like friends walk into graduate jobs and like consultancy firms and different positions they're they're getting like two or three year contracts and we're being handed sometimes less than 10 months that can be really hard you know how could it be made better here for younger teachers? There's a kind of combination of things. And, you know, I've spoken about this with a few friends as, as well that are emigrating. We all seem to be in the same boat this year. But I think a lot of it comes down to recruitment and retention. So, you know, if we were able to recruit earlier, we'd know what contracts we're walking into in September. So right now, recruitment, they go off in like a panel system. So if you are already on a panel and you've built up your rights, you'll be offered positions ahead of an early qualified teacher and that's understandable. But they would need to offer those positions earlier. That by the time it opens up to everybody else to apply, which it often does, that it would be maybe March or April, not mm-hmm. June and July. Because if you got hired in July you need to find somewhere to live to the end of August, good luck because it's not easy. Um, I think that would make things a lot easier. Also, I think as well, we need more kind of realistic contracts handed out by the departments. Like if they're when they're making allocations, we know full well that a position needs to be made available in special education and schools. It can't be a part-time position given. Or, for example, if they're giving a contract, if realistically you think the contract is going to last the end of the year, can we make that possible for teachers? There's, it just seems to be kind of a that a practicality needs to be given from the departments. And I think it is very possible, but it will require a lot of being more organised mm-hmm. and using more efficient systems, you know? Yeah, there needs to be, well, by the sense of it, there needs to be more of a plan in place where the, the student or, or the teachers know where they stand. Yeah, exactly. And, like, the reality is, is we know that the cost of living is super high and Dublin is super expensive. So when you're trying to find somewhere to live and you're not really sure... If you're going to meet those payments, that can be a bit of a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some other cities have a weighted pay uh, for teachers and that in other countries, and that seems to assist. But, you know, we need more situations like that to ensure that we can find somewhere to live, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Otherwise, we all end up in our childhood. Yeah, which isn't anyone's ideal at all. So yeah. at the moment, <laughs> you're looking forward to Brussels. What's it like going to be like over there for you? Well, yeah, see, for me, like, I have a lot of friends over there already, a lot of Irish friends who had emigrated, not just in teaching, but in many other positions. So I, I feel quite comfortable going there. Um, the culture is very similar to here. Um, but the rent is, like, it's hers of mm. what I'm paying. Um, and also the position I have, I retired at the end of January. Um, and I've had my lease 
signed. I've had my health insurance sorted and I've had everything cleared and ticked off by the middle of February. So I had that security the last couple of weeks has made me actually enjoy my job, mm-hmm. like in a way that I wouldn't have been able to. But the lifestyle is just different, um, which I think is no harm and it's a good thing to try something new. And hopefully I can learn from their kind of way of teaching too and bring that home someday, you know. Yeah, so the plan is to eventually come back? I hope so. I'd mm-hmm. like to come back. Mm-hmm. Like my family are here and I think all Irish people, even when we go away, it's always in the back of our head that we have home somewhere that we want to get back here. Um, but, you know, realistically, unless I want us to progress, with living at home for a little bit longer, it just wouldn't really be an option right now um, in Dublin, which I think is a shame. Like, you know, my brother's already gone as well, and I just think it's better off sometimes just to go away, enjoy life while we can, Mm -hmm. and come back then hopefully and be in a position to hopefully someday come back and rent or buy at a more affordable price. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll all wait for that day, and hopefully enjoy Brussels when you go it's going to be amazing and unfortunately yeah there's so many like you that have had to move away yeah like Brussels is a good location too for a young person like it's you know very handy in terms of Europe and it's only as I said earlier it's only 90 minutes away um I have many friends who are going to the Middle East and I don't know if I'd be as brave Mm -hmm. tired or so that far away um but yeah I think it just felt like for me it was more just the security of it it's really good um, which you just you just need. You need to be able to know what's happening month, month, year to year. Like, I mean, friends who are in other career paths, they get their grad job sorted earlier in the year. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that we do the same thing. Absolutely. Sirka Ni- Ni- Kanila, thank you very much for chatting to me. Thank you for having me on. <laughs>